0: You're listening to the PDX Executive Podcast, a
1: series of interviews with inspiring leaders from Portland and beyond.
0: So, Brett, thanks for being on the
1: podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: So, Brett, you work for this wine company. I'm a wine nerd, so I wanted to have you on. But if you don't mind just giving a little background on you know, who you are, what you do, that, that'd be great.
1: Um, so, my name's Brett Miller. I'm the Director of Innovation and Marketing at Northwest Wine Company, Um Orthos Wine Company is a larger winery in Oregon where we we own about 500 acres of vineyard and make wine from those acreage, uh, those grapes, for other clients that have their own brands. We create brands for people, and then we also have our own estate brands that we right. market all the way through. So it's kind of a, a three-legged winery where we do the direct-to-consumer tasting room, but we also work B2B, and then also on the grower side, we're selling fruit. B two B as well, so it's kind of a multi tiered winery yeah. Um, model. Yeah, you've been be. in the
0: industry for at least twelve years, right? Yeah, and then how did you start? How did you get into the industry? Was it from uh, the agricultural side or?
1: Yeah, was... it was it was dumb luck actually, probably, <laughs> but it it showed. You know, in college I was a biology chemistry major. I was going to go into the medical field. Okay. Um, my dad was a dentist, so I was like, oh, that's familiar. Yeah. yeah. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and then took yeah. a couple plant classes. And started working at the time um, in a vineyard. Okay. And then that Here in just, Oregon? Here in Oregon, okay. yeah. So I went to... Graduated from Linfield College uh-huh. in McMinnville. Um, and then realized, oh, this is... I like plants. I like being outside. It, and that's so probably about a perfect time. Where yeah. It's ex- exploding. Exactly. Here. Yeah. Right. And it, it was... There was plenty of development. And so for the first... I worked my very first harvest in two thousand seven, mm-hmm. um, and that's where you can really determine if you want to be in the wine industry is work a harvest because you're working long hours, working multiple days. It's usually raining, right? Um, but then it, I just kind of it was hooked and have worked in all different sides of the business since then.
0: Well, that's great. And, and when I talk to people on the business side or you know on the growing side, it's they have that passion, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're not in it because uh, it is long hours. It is mm-hmm. uh, a competitive
1: mm-hmm.
0: market, so you're on the marketing side. That's very cool. So want to talk about, you know your winery is a little unique. You launched a new brand, uh, Westmount. Uh, and if you go to the site, it's an interesting brand. I love it cause it's like, it's people rock climbing. It's mm-hmm. an adventure brand you're going for. Yes. So as a marketing person, I wanted to talk about how did you, you were part of the process of launching this. Can you tell me the story of how do you determine brand positioning? You know, what, you know, how you wanted to go in that route and, and, you know, differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Cause as, as you know, Oregon's a pretty competitive wine industry.
1: Absolutely. And, um, well, I think to start with it, with winemaking, it always starts with the land and, and the farming. So we have a hundred acre vineyard, um, Southwest of, of Monmouth Westmount vineyard, yeah. um, that we were, we were farming. We uh, planted it in 2011. So it's a younger vineyard. Okay. Um, and we were selling the fruit and the wine that we were making for other people, we was like, wow, this is this is actually pretty <laughs> so so it got to a point where we started taking more and more for ourselves. Right. And then it goes back to our C O O and CEO are pretty active outdoor okay. um guys. Yeah. And just kind of stem from there through conversations because you know wine is you know it's it's grown and made all around the world right so everyone has a unique story there's no you know and it's so subjective that there's nothing that's better than the other it's Mm -hmm. all about your experience and your journey and so this brand kind of combines the action side of things but also the journey and the life experience right and the idea that you don't really need to know wine to discover it. It's just the, the openness to discovery. So we see it as more, and we've dialed back the adventure side a little bit, just because we're glass bottles, we're... We're putting some in can right now, but okay. our it still comes down to the product. Right. You know, you still have to have a sound product. So we're we're doing more of a a lifestyle brand is how we, we would Well, I love that. Define we'll get into that more. But
0: going back when you guys were, you know, sourcing grapes for other <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, production facilities, and then you start keeping more for yourself, how was that taken in the industry? Uh, were they, you know, the people you were sourcing it to okay with that? Or, oh, yeah. So I'm always curious how that works. I mean, well, you there's, start, you're going to start your own brand, but they're like, hey, hey wait a minute.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and that's, there's definitely more growers than there are wineries. So there's there's, you know, there's de- always fruit opportunities okay. out there. So it wasn't and the, you know, the price point that for for Westmount, the vineyard produces really great wine at that twenty dollar bottle price range. Yeah. You know, farming costs and, and everything. Like it, it it's a great vineyard that way. Compared to other vineyards that are a little harder to farm, the you know, the bottles may be a little more expensive. So right. for the range that it's in, it's it's a, a great producing vineyard. And um, I don't think there was much pushback from anyone because okay. we we are large enough that we do have other vineyards that we can then supplement Got work it. with our b2b customers yeah that way
0: and so you still do that You're still yes doing that we're model. still yeah exactly okay. so we're
1: still definitely it's it's you know our own brands are of 10 percent of our model for yeah. sure so highland estates is one and westmount is the other that right. is a very small portion of that and then the rest is strictly b2b and facilitating others and their brands yeah more or less
0: well, let's, let's talk about kind of the lifestyle brand and evolution. So, Westmount launched just pretty So, this funny. is, yeah, like,
1: January 2017. Okay. So, so just yeah, over, yeah, over yeah, a
0: year yeah. in. So, since you launched, how's it been the reception? I mean, I've drank quite a bit mm-hmm. of it thanks to you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gave me over the past <laughs> year. But, and I love it. Uh, so, what's been the reception like? What, how's the evolution of the brand? Because you said it's you're evolving a little
1: yeah, bit. Yeah. It's the brand has turned more to being, you know, lifestyle driven. And, also on the idea that taking wine off the pedestal wine can be pretty pretentious yeah um and also the belief that the customer of westmount may not drink wine yet Mm. so we are kind of reaching more that person that it's like oh i want to try wine and we're putting positioning ourselves to be like oh this you know i like the package it's clean it looks yeah you know it looks like it's worth more it has more value than it it costs and and then they taste it and hopefully they enjoy it. And then they continue to drink it. And But then also evolve into other wines. There's so many wines out there that, right. you know, you you have to practice, you know, more or less drink as much you, as you want to, can, type yeah. thing. Yeah. It's um,
0: a, a successful brand. And, uh, you know, that's why I've, I've really enjoyed it. And I want to talk about your kind of marketing plan, yeah. too. I mean, you're launching this brand new, essentially, company, right? So what are yeah. some of the things you've been putting your dollars or focus in? As far as you know, getting ambassadors, and because mm-hmm. the whole distribution model mm-hmm. and all that behind these things is uh, something a little out of your hands. It's just
1: what the state regulatories you have to go through, right? Absolutely. So, so how are you
0: getting that? Well, it's story out?
1: yeah. The the way distribution with alcohol goes is you you know you're implying is is archaic. It's <laughs> since prohibition. <laughs> it's, it's basically. Yeah. Keeping the producer as far away from the consumer and making sure the consumer isn't duped into becoming drunk, more or yeah. less, is what the the three-tier system is right now. But because of that, the three-tier system, you have to more or less go about it that way. Right. Um, I think – so we are focusing more on really picking a handful of states and larger retailers and or um, on-premise accounts, restaurants that we want to be a part of and really okay. – our sales team is is servicing those and then we're also coming back on a social web based side to support yeah. those. Yeah. Whether that's in market, um, Google ads or Facebook ads or anything like that. Yeah. But still maintaining our you know, our, our budget is not huge by any means. So sure. it's just supplementing as much as we can and making right. sure that all the content that we have is just like it's new for the wine scene. Right. It's like, wow, that's you know, you don't usually see a bottle in a backpack and a guy going up a mountain, right? Type yeah. thing, and yeah. it's like, but why can't you? Type yeah. thing.
0: And how is the social ads been performing for you? Like from a <laughs> marketer's perspective,
1: uh... I have a love hate relationship <laughs> with it for yeah, sure. Because yeah. there's sometimes where it's it it goes well, and then it kind of you definitely have to always be evolving and testing. At least that's the way I look at it for right. us. Yeah. And and in market specifically, it's very seasonal. So yeah. trying to more or less. I think with which so Texas and Illinois are two states, for example, that we're really focusing on because we have partnerships. Why is that? Well, there's one retailer in Illinois named Benny's and then a retailer in Texas, HEB, okay. uh, grocery yeah. that have have really liked the product. Great, and a lot of that is our national sales director and his relationship with their buyer. Okay, so it's still all about relationships. You know, yeah. we're we're this. You know, we're going digital and we're doing all these. He's, you know, having a lot of photos, very visual, but it's still down to the people that are in the decision-making thing. So, is we, that
0: frustrating for a wine company? sometimes? It is I
1: mean. because you can, you can, the wine can be just as good or better as others, yeah. but it's disregarded because of a relationship that the someone vibe. has with that. But someone could think the same thing about us, right? With yeah. you know, with those <laughs> yeah. retailers, and so we try to just again, getting back to the product, is make the best wine possible mm-hmm. that we can out of our vineyard, mm-hmm. and then the rest just kind of sells itself that's interesting or in
0: oregon wine and texas
1: and and others oregon wine is big in texas it's like oregon texas texas loves the Oregon wine. texas wines. or
0: of oregon wine for sure and, and is that attributed to a history we have been just marketing <laughs> the wine to them or just like you said maybe it's this relationship with buyers through the years oh well,
1: i think like with our higher end brand highland yeah. we are our number one like club members by state it goes oregon washington and then texas so obviously the first two are by proximity and then the you know in yeah. texas is and they're generally bigger buyers it's an older demographic right. you know that um and it's an interest the texas person the texan i guess yeah. is, is a proud and they they come and they, they love le- yeah it's great yeah. it's really and um it goes so much it goes well with all their foods the lifestyle like right. it's it actually works out really well and so you said this
0: number two was oregon washington washington yeah, makes and, sense then, in Texas. yeah and then yeah what's number
1: Texas. four um north carolina which is really? a, yeah so the carolinas are another food scene as well so yeah, yeah. and and oregon wine pinot noir specifically goes really well in in the carolinas that's fascinating my
0: brother lived in uh south carolina for a while he loved it and he loved mm-hmm. it. He, he compared the lifestyle a lot to oregon absolutely where he, he was in greenville okay so uh that's interesting
1: yeah it is and it, it's always um and then california and california and new york new york i think it, on the wholesale side is the largest consumer of oregon sure. wine, just because yeah. of their restaurant scene and people yeah yeah
0: um but cool well let's talk about kind of the industry um here in oregon and has evolved and um it's Still, a pretty tight knit wine community, right? Mm-hmm. So, how do you see it? We've had gone through the kind of the boom explosion with Pinot and things, so how do you see it evolving? Like, where, what's next for Oregon wine? As Ooh. far as yeah, your perspective, do you see it continuing to grow? What, um,
1: <laughs> I think so because they're, they're land wise, we still have so much land that can be like the best, or best, quote, you know, air quotes. Yeah. Vineyard in Oregon may or may not have been planted yet. Yeah. There's so much land that still, you know, there's exposures that that haven't been exposed. Mm-hmm. Um so I think there's there's definitely opportunity and the you know, we're in summer in the kind of direct to consumer realm and we're our tasting room is is has people every day. We're yeah. you know, it's it's People yeah. are here for Oregon wine, right? And out in wine country, there's a couple a, a new boutique hotel coming up. So now it's because of wine. There's other industries that are now starting to support mm-hmm. it, and so they're all kind of growing together. Yeah. Um, Grape wise and wine wise, I I think we've reached a point where you know the quality is there, but what's going to push everything to the next level? Yeah. Um, maybe a little more. You know, winemakers figure out just how to make their wines per their vineyard even more specifically doing slightly different techniques in the winemaking side to make the wines really pop. I think right. there's, it's going to, you know, evolution, it's going to naturally weed out, you know, the, the good ones from the, the bad ones.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I talked, I mentioned to you, I had Deb Hatcher on you know, the mm-hmm. podcast from A to Z and she was kind of talking about how it is getting a little harder with land costs going up mm-hmm. and, you know, the competitive nature of uh, as Portland, Willamette area grows with talent and just finding the right people. So from the talent <clears throat> side, what would you be, be your advice for someone kind of looking to get into the wine industry, maybe more on the business side, whether mm-hmm. it's marketing or sales? Uh, you know, what's your thoughts on, on that? Are most people on the business side like you kind of risen up through the industry? Or are you starting to see people migrate
1: from other industries? We've seen... Both, yeah. Um, I think like I'll speak. I'll speak specifically for Northwest Wine Company and what would make someone successful there. And yeah. it's a very because it's still very small. Yeah. And most wineries are, you know, five thousand cases average, and they're you know four employees maybe. Like right. they're not huge, so it takes a very entrepreneurial spirit. Like you have to be curious and be a self starter, but also not be afraid to put yourself out there and learn. Right. Um, there's no. There's no rubric. Yeah, I guess would be the way (laughs) to put it to anything. Um, So there's opportunity out there, and I agree with Deb. But those aren't those aren't reasons where you can't still not be successful. And I think we've hired people outside of wine, and we've had people inside of wine, and they've been successful and unsuccessful in each way. Um, It just depends on um, your personal kind of drive to yeah and it's just tweak. still
0: growing she just kind of mentioned you know absolutely just to get a little more challenging obviously with the growth of, of portland and housing costs yeah absolutely you know paying people mm-hmm. and it's it's hard for them getting harder for to live here what it used to be oh yeah absolutely uh, yeah so obviously that's affecting not only the wine industry but a, a lot of other industries
1: but it's i think that lot. also brings in like for there's more things like what you're doing where we can put wine in, in places that yeah. where you can interact with other um, like my our C O O just went to a CO round table that they hold at Linfield College cool. and they do it every similar yeah. thing like you do. Yeah. Um, and it it's just a way to get people together and talk and and go that so because of you know the growth it's still there's more opportunities that open up yeah
0: and well, obviously that's what we love about portland uh-huh. area and Willamette and valley because that's kind of our ethos mm-hmm. and i think that makes us special yeah right, and why we live here um well what other i guess you know from the wine industry i'd love to know just kind of day to day what's your kind of day look like for a marketing director um and it a lot of because it still is i mean you've you know, uh, been very generous providing wine some of my events, so I think that's still probably a channel that you guys take advantage of. No, right? oh, absolutely, just, just getting wine in front of people, right? Uh-huh. So, uh, what does your kind of slice of when I say like a marketing plan look like? Is it is still is still a lot of that old school kind
1: of events Abs- absolutely. Thing? It is. It's getting because wine is so subjective. Yeah, that I might like one that you don't, and yeah. vice versa, and yeah. and it's all about the experience in which you you drink it, yeah. you know, and if yeah. someone gets a bottle and they, they have an experience with the person they're just like, oh, and then they'll maybe next time buy it. So right. we have a like we keep five to ten cases of every bottling in our QC room, so we have a room that we then use throughout the year to pull wines from to right. gift or give people to, hey, you know, that's a definite yeah. section of yeah. of the marketing plan and a lot of it is just getting out and, and meeting Yeah, because once people know about it and they see it, then mm-hmm. they'll look for it. Because you go to Any grocery store, it's overwhelming. Oh my goodness, it's it's um, it's overwhelming for me, and I know (laughs) why a little bit, you know, (laughs) and so it's, and you know, people buy by aesthetics for sure. So it's trying to. A lot of it goes into really thinking on not only the wine has to be good, but like the packaging is a big portion because that's our billboard. It, it is, and I love your packaging. Yeah. I, um,
0: I am a little more disconcerning uh, consumer, so I won't just look at a label. Mm-hmm. But my wife, on the other hand, is like, "That looks great. Let's give it yeah, a Yeah, no, down.
1: exactly. So, but uh, that's that's yeah. a great way about that, that people will do that, you mm-hmm. know, because if someone saw our label and said that and bought it, then right. it it opens the door. If someone's yeah. not like that, then they may not purchase it so
0: yeah it's interesting i mean when i go to other states and i'm with like my relatives will automatically say well okay where's the oregon section Mm -hmm. right so i think just not only your company but oregon's continuing to do a pretty good job of marketing our region absolutely and uh and how does that work is there like co-op marketing dollars the 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 wine association
1: yeah there is there's the um the oregon wine board is a is a great obviously Mm -hmm. avenue and um, they constantly are communicating with us, and a lot of it is just out your involvement. They provide right. the opportunities, and yeah. and and go from there. And it's still, you know, that's so you always have to be engaged. Right. Um, the Willamette Valley Winery Association is another one that does great work. There's a barrel auction where we've kind of they formed its third year this year, I think, that happened where you bring in retailers from all around the country, okay, maybe internationally, and they will bid on. Single barrel, 5, 10, 15 case lots that they then purchase and can sell exclusively from any of the, I think there's 80 wineries that were partners yeah. in that. So it's a very still com- um That's cool. Um, yeah. Selling experience. One, that's the marketing efforts. So those are fees that we will pay too, but then also be right. involved in as much as we can. And this coming weekend is Oregon Pinot Camp, which is. Oregon
0: Pinot Camp? Yeah. Okay. So
1: it's only for. The retail tier okay. or groceries, are, you know, on or off premise. Yeah. So each winery that's involved, and you you have to be uh, apply and be approved, and then obviously pay for it. But you can invite five people from around your national market to come and experience Oregon wine. So basically, we're educating the gatekeepers. Yeah. That are you know your waiter in in Austin, Texas may have it's come. It's like Oregon. a retreat for them. Absolutely. Where is it at? Just it's to, it's around it... the it's oh, Milan, all, over, all, over, all over you Valley. know we okay. go around different things like we're. Um, with one of our brand Westmount's not a part, of with Highland, there's a there's a pool party for just Riesling, the Riesling right, well, Revival. I didn't get my invite. Oh, you didn't get the invite. You got it We try to be out of Oregon You're as right. much as possible. Yeah, okay. And then it basically just, you go through and you taste with winemakers on panels, go through the whole process. All about education that's on great. the process. And that's, again,
0: I mean, it's multiple wineries, so it's very. Cool. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, collaborative. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, where can people can find this particular brand? Uh, just online. It's Westmount Wine,
1: Westmount yeah, and it. so we're yeah, we're sell online and then also around Oregon, um, in Portland area, all Safeway Albertsons yeah. and New
0: Seasons. And New Seasons, cool. Yeah. Are well, they? Well I have this so. bottle of rose in front of me and Piano Noirs ten thirty in the morning,
1: probably. Maybe If the sun if the sun comes out, <laughs> yeah, then the rose cool. the rose is good. Yeah. Well Brett,
0: thanks so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.